Namaste and welcome to Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth. I am Maya Tiwari. For the past 35 years, since surviving ovarian cancer, I have been teaching the global work of health, healing and self-peace. I am the founder of the Wise Earth School of Ayurveda, the first of its kind in North America. I'm also the director of the Mother Om Mission, which brings free Ayurveda and yoga education to at-risk communities in New York's inner cities. I am a featured speaker for the Parliament of the World Religions and other major conferences. I have been promoting the cultivation of inner harmony and world peace through the Peace Mandala creation for several years now. It is my honor to speak with you, to you, about a subject that has been taboo for way too long. This subject involves a great deal of thought, reflection, and compassion. It is about our historical genealogy and its reality. More important, the point for this discussion is to bring to the forefront and to the awareness of every thinking human person the understanding of the word race, racism, racial divide, racial integrity. In integration, racial integrity. In order to understand this, we're not looking to cast aspersions on the colonizers and the powers to be of our past and our present. But we must bring in the examples of our past in order to not repeat these gruesome and horrific missteps in our present time. When we reflect at the chaotic state of affairs of our humanity today, we may think that our issues of divisionism, spiritual segregation, emotional isolation, all stem from the scourge of religions, and so on. In fact, they do not. Religion has often been used as a tool to advocate and control, but it is only a byproduct of a greater vitiation or impairment, the root of which exists in the ideology that some people were created to rule and others were created to be enslaved. When I speak of white domination, I'm not only speaking of the Caucasian community of, in the world. I'm speaking about the conquest and about those egoistic, entities that have from the beginning of time been the bullies that have eroded Mother Nature and her native peoples, all for the greed and avarice and accomplishment of attaining someone else's property, land, Mother Nature's resources, and used under the, the, the guise of many umbrellas, many veils that were for instance, British colonialism, I am a subject of a British colonial country in Guyana, which was British Guyana, 
So I do believe that I have some personal history to talk about. But when we talk about British colonialism, European colonialism, and also American colonialism, because even though we don't use the word uh, in America as colonizers, it's still the same concept that we're talking about. So white domination is not just about white people. In fact, not all white people contribute to white domination. The concept, white domination in my definition, is the concept of a pure race. The ideology and the linear logic of a very, I would say, male-volent type of intelligence that believe that certain entities and people and powers are superior to the dynamic adherence of nature's laws. The dynamic adherence of nature's laws, which include all indigenous people, all native people of the land, all of these incredible cultures, which the white domination has from the beginning of time. And the white domination includes, in my definition, the Mongols and uh, the, the colonizers and the historical invaders. The adherence of nature's laws is nature herself and her native people that thrived on the land, that understood her rhythm, her causology, her pain, her bounty, her her absolute beneficence to humanity. Colonization is equated to capitalism, the birth of capitalism. But before that, in the Mongol period of, of invasions, it was also about capitalistic gains, although they did not call their system and project capitalism. This linear logic set of intelligence is a flawed science. It is a non-adherent science to nature. Something that is led and guided by the concept of ahankara, which in Sanskrit means the ego. This is the, what is responsible for the birth of what we now experience as racism. This is the actual seed responsible for the chaos, violence, and degradation of life on earth, as well as the dehumanization of our population. And I'll get to that in another episode. From the beginning of time, the reference of white here includes every invading force that has sought power at the expense of native people and their lands and their ways of living. The invading force against nature, the power to war, fight, bully, and rule. Now this understanding has been sweeping the populations of our east, west, north, and south of the world. It is not just Caucasian people who subscribe to this understanding of avarice and capitalism. Every person of color can also be looked at, depending the definition of white here is about white equals the capitalistic dream. 
In the last century alone, whiteness has been spreading like a virus to include many colored folks and native people as well, black, white, ivory, brown, yellow, red, you name it. Those of the population who believe, who were brought into the belief system, who contribute and participate in the belief system, the candy-tuft keys of capitalism, and the elitist lifestyle that goes with it. As Forbes magazine puts it, the goal of capitalism is to get us all to Star Trek, where we're zipping around the galaxy in luxury starships, and you can get anything you want, from a souffle to a free guitar, just by asking a gizmo on the wall. Of course, it includes the biggest car, the biggest house, the powerful career, the elitist way of eating and, and what we subscribe to, everything that is beyond the reach of the majority of the population of the world. But I want to go back a bit to tracing our human genetic variations because when we understand the simple key to the fact that we are all in a mixed gene pool. There really is no such thing as the pure race in our world on Mother Earth. Because of the various invasions and trading and occupations of other people's countries and, and the brutalities and horrific crimes created by invaders in so many lands across the entire swath of our Earth today, our world today, we can safely say, and we can trace this back, of all the thousands of invasions and population mixture of genes that resulted from that. So first and foremost, in order to rid the concept of racism, let us all understand that there may be one single person, or may not even be one single person, on this good Mother Earth that does not have the mixing of one genetic strain from a different culture or a different tradition or a different race, as we put it, and I do not like that word. But we all understand what we're talking about, so it is being used for clarity's sake. So if we can understand that we all come from the pool of mixed genes, some more than others, then we may begin to start honoring ourselves and know that when we fall into the bigotry and the prejudices and the very ugly scene of racism, which I have been personally experiencing here in the mountains called Pisgah Mountain, beautiful land that once belonged to the Cherokee people, point in case, that is now occupied by the gentrified group and the, most of the old locals are gone from it, but the serious amount of, of, of racist produced crimes against my property, my person, and my work stands as a shining example today that this continues unabated. Racism, that is. And it doesn't have to just be in the southern states of the United States of America. It exists everywhere. Now, 
if we were to equate racism with the fact that we have mixed gene pool and that at some point in history we have some of the African blood, the Asian blood, the North American, South American, and all native indigenous people, or some of it anyway, we may want to look at our views and belief system that has led us down the path of ugliness, of hatred, of prejudice, of absolute ignorance and the stupidness that goes with it that convince one set of people that another set of people need to be eradicated. Individuals from different groups interbreed. Their offspring DNA becomes a mixture of the DNA from each admixing group. Pieces of that DNA are then passed along through subsequent generations, carrying all the way to the present day. Researcher Max Planck Institute for Evolutionary Anthropology in Leipzig, Germany, and also Oxford University and the University of College of London have now produced a global map detailing the genetic histories of 95 different populations across the world. I would recommend that you seek to get that map and look at it carefully. This interactive world map, genetic map that is, is accessible via the internet. The details of a history of genetic mixing each of the 95 populations across Europe, Africa, Asia, and South America. It shows the likely genetic impacts of historical events, including European colonization, British colonization, the Mongol Empire, the Arab slave trade, European traders, and the Silk Road mixing with people in China, India, and so on. It is well worth looking into that because we do have to come to the point where we understand ourselves for the benefit of humanity that we are all part of each other and that there is truly no such thing as a pure race regardless of our incredible ancestral legacy and all of us have ancestral legacy and I'm very pleased and honored to be in the Vedic ancestry of my people but I understand that I am also part of the universe and part of each other and we must get there because we cannot eradicate racism simply by understanding that it was caused from the greed and avarice and divisionism, the divide and conquer methodology of the British and the Europeans and the Mongols and the empires that have had absolutely no respect for human life, no respect for Mother Earth, and the great egregious crimes of the past must be re-examined so that we remember them. In fact, as one speaker said, the history has been airbrushed to the point where we have no idea what our history of our own genetics are, what the history of our own legacy, ancestral legacies are about. And we must reclaim that, that sense of innocence, that sense of humanity, that sense of that humanity is bigger than each one of us.
There's so many examples of gene pooling in Africa alone has a huge history of interracial mixing. Several genetically mixed populations throughout Africa, mostly the results of interaction between the Arabs and the Europeans and black women are the Europeans and the, Chi the Chinese and etc. etc. And it goes on. The transatlantic slave trade that rubbed into Africa in South Africa uh, the mixing of the Dutch and German men with the black African women in 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 the form of in Portuguese the Portuguese with the Africans and in China the likes in India we have long since had the Mongol mix uh, to so much of what was called the the Delhi um, New Delhi in that area which is now Pakistan. Um, you know, the Mongolian genetic legacy is very, very powerful and outreaches even the colonized uh, colonizers and their trade and their modus operandum of inheriting the lands of native people and, uh, and obliterating these people. I mean, some of the crimes of colonization need to be looked at because basically we need to remember we need to remember so that that never happens again. And we are in the time when we must understand that some of the greatest horrific crimes apart from the concentration camps of the Nazis occurred under British and European colonizing rule in various parts of the world. In India, more than more than 25 million people were starved to death deliberately Why the British hoisted food out of India and exported it at very low prices to Britain herself. And that was under the reign of uh, one of their generals. And we know that the massacres that happened in Kenya when people were trying to get back the land that the British have stolen from them, uh, that they set up concentration camps and killed literally millions of of Kenyans uh, who rebelled against them amid some of the most horrid abuse, torture, sexual torture of men and women. Look, we do not have a history as colonizers that we can be proud of. So why are we marching down that unsalubrious road only so that we can recall and erase some of the whitewashing of history and put it back into the perspective that race came from the concept of divide and conquer and it's still being used that way neighbor against neighbor person against person country against country uh, it is a powerful divisive technique that is still being applied today. We need to look at that. We need to understand that we have part of each other in our own genealogy. And so when we begin to disregard the lifestyle of a native person or, or of an indigenous person, and it still happens today, the Cherokee being marched out of this forest that I'm sitting in right now it's not been such a long ago history. The Maori people being, being abused in the way that they have been, or the aboriginals in the Australian land, 
this is still happening. We're still dissing native people as if our sense and our elite thinking in capitalism has given us the right to eradicate those who do love nature, those who do honor her. This is the major change that we must bring into effect. This is the area that each one of us, as an advocate of what is sacred, Mother Earth, regardless of our traditions and because of our traditions, regardless of the crimes of our past and because of the beauty and grace of our future, we must bring to this understanding to put an end to colonization. Because colonization occurs not only by usurping the rights and privileges of innocent people and their lands, more importantly, it is a measure of the mind. We have been colonized in our minds by false history by the warriors and profiteers writing or rewriting that history, whittling it to the tune of their own power goals. And we need to look at that and say, enough. We also need to look at our New Age leaders who are out there spouting the beauty of Mother Earth and reclaiming the innocence and the organic and all of these things when they themselves are some of the greatest abusers of our ecology, the way they live, the homes they live in, the cars they drive, the, the process of contributing to the capitalistic elitism. As I said, it has claimed many, many different cultures not just the Caucasian people, not just the invaders, not just the colonizers, but those who have been subscribing in the last two centuries to the methodologies and belief system of the colonizers, they are all part of what I call white supremacy, the white domination. It comes in all size, shapes, forms, and colors. And also in all genders. So, this is a straight talk, but we've got to make the turning point. Perhaps we can use the information as fodder to feed consciousness and awareness without contributing and participating in bitterness, hatred, or a sense of it is sad, but we don't have to contribute to that. We can contribute to a brighter, more altruistic future and present for our children, their children, and the generations ahead of us. This is Maya Tiwari signing off. Peace be your journey, and have a blessed day. Thank you for listening.